and welcome to the Writing Guys podcast, where we help writers get inside a guy's head by answering your questions on how men think. Uh, I'm Lancey McCall, today's moderator, and our hosts are C.T. Andrews and Michael Aspen. Hey, y'all. Hello. All right. So today's listener question is, why do men catcall and whistle at women? (laughs) Okay. So right out of the gate, I got to know, has that ever worked? Right. If you're listening to this podcast, head over to YouTube, go to Writing Guys on YouTube, or hit us up at our website, writingguys.net, and send us a note. I want to know if that has ever worked. If some woman has responded and said, you know, yeah, I was walking down the street and my husband was a construction, my future husband was a construction worker, cat calling me from the, the scaffolding across the street. And I swooned and fell immediately in love with him. And we went off and had 12 babies in the lower south side of the Bronx. I don't know. I want to know if that has ever actually worked because I don't think that I've ever seen it work, which is interesting that it is still done so often, right? So I have answers, but I would love to know the answer to that first. I want to know, has it ever freaking worked? Has it? It's, CT, have you ever seen it work? Um, man, you know what? I, I can't say I've ever even seen it happen. Oh, I, 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 you know, I've been in environments before, like, uh, areas of town that's sort of known as the Friday night party area of town. And I've seen communication happen from across the street, from one curb to the other curb, maybe, or, or things like that. Um, whether it's worked or not, I can't say I've ever seen it work, but I can't ever say I've actually seen women get all pissed off about it either. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm, I'm just saying I haven't seen it happen. In fact, you ask a, a, a viable question just now to our listeners. If I had to have if I had to make a predicament, I'll bet you that it has worked before. I think. I, I'll bet you, because there are girls, you know there's girls who will go out in, in mass in their group of, you know, five or six women, and they're herding down one side of the street while a group of guys are herding down the other side of the street. One of them will whistle out and say, hey, what's up, baby girl? And one of those girls is going to turn around and go, hey, guys, what's up? Where y'all headed? Or whatever. And you know that there's, I don't think that catcalling means I'm an asshole, you're a victim every single time it happens. I'm pretty sure it's opened up two-way lines of communication Mm. that led to, I don't know about a a marriage and 12 kids, but certainly a drink at a bar and a phone number, you know. Um, Which I would would consider a drink at a bar and a phone number a win in that scenario, right? Yeah. I I feel like um, I feel like there's a safety in numbers thing with that situation Mm. where I feel like women would be more comfortable responding if there's a whole lot of women around. But if they're by themselves, I think they would be skedaddling as fast as they could and getting out of there. So, Lancey, have you ever seen it work? Have you ever seen a cat call scenario work? Um, Not from strangers. I've seen. Um. I had a friend a long time ago when I was single and she was a very friendly 
kind, nice person. I'm not really sure why we were friends, but we got along great. Opposites but, attract, Lancy. Oh, oh. She see, been, I was I've not. Her, I had that teed up and ignored it. <laughs> I didn't even hear it. One of us had to say it. <laughs> I didn't hear it. What was it? I'm I said opposites attract. You said she was all nice and sweet and kind, and you don't know why y'all were friends, but you were. Well, it's because opposites attract. Oh, okay, okay. Fair. I mean, that's fair. So, <laughs> um, no, but I've seen, I've seen guys cat call her. And I think part of the, the, her allure to them was that, you know, she radiated that she was friendly. Right. And she has very nicely in a friendly way, thank them and put them off. Right. They never got past that. Right. But it, it didn't, it, her response, friendly back but no thank you among people I knew like I've come to work dressed up because I had somewhere to go and familiar with guys and they whistled at me and I've accepted that as a compliment they were people I knew and they were acknowledging I look nice today right. and that was their way if it had come from a stranger I would have been like well who are you and why are you talking to me yeah but anyway, so the, let's get to the question of why men do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. CT, do you have an answer? I took over there real early because I really yeah. want to get that question out to our audience. Yeah, no, I think it's smart. I'd like to I'd like to hear what our audience says if we get any feedback, which I hope that we do. Um, but the reason men do it, Lancey, is because there's not they don't have a choice. Hmm. What if they what if they didn't do it? then they would never know what that girl's reaction would be. They would never know if she accepted him, accepted his cat call, or they would never know if she, you know, turn would turn around and give him the bird or, or, or tell him to, you know, fuck off or whatever. But if the guy doesn't do that, he will never know. And that's why guys do it. I, <laughs> you give me the stink guy. I'm giving you the stink guy. I think there are other ways to get a woman's attention. Oh, oh. There are. Oh, oh please absolutely tell me. there are. No, like there are. yeah. It, but to say that but mean, to say that to say that that uh catcalling is the only way is an incorrect assumption. It's just one that certain people choose to use. I remember I worked at a mall one time and a woman walked by who just happened to be, in my opinion, just stunning. And uh I actually went out. Like I left my store. Fortunately, there was somebody else working there uh, to cover. But I, I left my store, tracked her down, and paused her. I said, "Can I just pause you for just a second? I just want to tell you, you have to be the most strikingly beautiful person I have seen in this mall. And I've worked here like five years, or however long it was that I worked there. I don't know." And she just smiled brilliantly and said, "Thank you so much," and then touched my arm and then walked the fuck away. <laughs> so she. That was way more sophisticated than a cat call. But to CT's point, I don't see her every day. I don't have an opportunity to build a relationship to get to talk to her. And if I want to try and take my shot, I have this itty bitty little window in which to do it. And I've got to find some way to do it that I can that I can get my shot in there and take it. And if it fails, okay, at least you took your shot. But if it if it succeeds. Now I'm dating the most strikingly beautiful woman I'd seen in them all, which to me was an absolute truth. Yeah. And 
but she, but it didn't work out. Right. So I took my shot and I failed. So that was my version of a cat call and it's much more sophisticated than a cat call, but it still can't be that sophisticated because I had 20 seconds to shoot my shot and that was it. And then it was over and I never saw her again. I never saw her walk by again. So I never had a chance to try and like, if she was coming in the store regularly, whole nother story, different approach completely. How did that leave you feeling real quick? Um, well, were you happy with no of course not because you wanted to get the date right it was not success um but i didn't feel hurt right so i have asked girls out and been shut down with um with aggression let's just say never in a million yeah that hurts the last yeah and and while i understand that some women get hit on a lot and they're just sick and fucking tired of it and they want guys to leave them alone and that may be the approach they take and they have every right to do that it still hurts right i mean i'm not going to say that it doesn't um but her her reaction did not hurt which was so as far as a non-successful outcome it was fine you know i went back to the store and didn't dwell on it too much so we'll call it good i still remember her i can still remember her walking outside my store is burned in my brain women have an amazing effect on men i remember one time one time i was driving home this during christmas driving home and i happened to drive by this house where some woman was unloading packages from the back of her car to take into her parents house one time never saw her again saw her for maybe five seconds and she had the most amazing derriere that derriere is burned into my brain (laughs) until i fucking die that's what derriers do, man. I tell you, I still drive by that house occasionally. And every time I do, it's like, pop, there she is right there in my head. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, well, I don't so know if that goes the other way, but it definitely, for me at least. There's, ahead, a, there's a couple of things to, to say about Michael's story there. Uh, if she was as good looking as you say she was, I'm sure me. she hit on quite a lot right oh, she maybe, does. Yeah. so she's one of those girls that probably gets you know guys make making passes at her or, or hitting her up with the one-liner or catcalling her or whatever so it's not like i have to assume maybe she's got experience with being hit on okay oh yeah yeah probably. so your outcome um was as you said yourself it didn't lead to the beer at a bar and a phone number it didn't and right. so what would have been the difference if you had seen her from across the, the mall and said, hey, you in the green, you are beautiful. Do you think her response would have been, you know, to flip you off and walk oh. away? Now, I, I don't think this, I have enough interpersonal skills to know what her response would be to that, because I have never right. done that. I have never done that because I don't I think that's uncouth and annoying like if i hear somebody doing that i'm like you're just being annoying dude shut up well see see this is the question mark you think that's uncouth and i don't disagree with you maybe that is uncouth maybe that's why women don't like catcalling but approach a hundred women in a mall interpersonally and tell them you think they're beautiful there's going to be some of them that are going to think that's uncouth oh just as, as you have approached women and been turned down uh, you know, with aggression, as you said, you never know what your response is going to be, whether you approach a woman at a bar, whether you approach her at a, at, at, in line at the grocery store, or whether you cat collar across the street, you never know. The, the only reason that I, 
This is my personal opinion. Hot take. Okay. Hot take. The reason catcalling gets such a bad rap is because all you ever hear is the bad stuff about catcalling. You never hear about the good well, stuff that might come from catcalling. But I guarantee you there are women out there, especially in the right environment, perhaps in a party group, safety in numbers, who you catcall, oh, they love it. They love it. They eat it up. They probably, it probably happens to them all the time, and it's their – their chance to flirt back with the fellas across the street. I mean, think about catcalling. There's no danger. They're 50 feet away or 75 feet away catcalling you. Where's the danger? Well, just, no, there can be. There can be danger. Well, there can be but, danger in any situation, but it's think, not like they're in your face. They're not, it's not like they're an, arm, an arm's reach away. I, CT, I think you're saying this from the perspective of a man who would never endanger a woman. Yeah. And there's a huge population out there of men who, and I remember this is a conversation we've had before, but there's a huge population of men out there who do, do not, would not deal well with the rejection. Right. And suddenly that woman would be in danger. Right. And I think if you don't live there, you don't, you don't see that because it's not how you would act. I, I you're, you have a good point. Yes, you have a good point. But what I'm saying is, would you rather be uh, have a man who you don't know make a pass at you from an arm's length away or from across the street? You see what, you see what I'm saying? Like catcalling. Can I just say no to both? Yeah, you can say yeah. no to both. Yeah, but I mean, then, then well, you're think... taking the, chance, the risk that they are a danger to you for being rejected. But he's well, much, much less of a danger if he crosses the street you know i think well, hang on, wait, 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 wait. let's not let's not talk about the danger for a minute let's because the reality is, is that the danger can you're talking about individual circumstances that can change exponentially there's so many different variables at play and women oftentimes express they feel unsafe whenever men are hitting on them in a in a scenario where they don't feel like it's warranted so we if we want to talk about do men understand that women feel endangered whenever men are hitting on them that's like a whole nother topic we're getting ready to dive into so let's sure. let's be careful there so but i want to i want to circle back to the why do men do it which is the actual reason we're doing this call which or this um uh, episode i think it boils down to this string of events men are traditionally the ones that have to make the advance they have to be the ones that ask the woman out men also will often want to take every opportunity they can. So if they see somebody at a bar that they're at, they're going to go up and ask him out. If they see him in a restaurant and they're hanging out with a bunch of friends and they're one of that group of friends, they're going to ask him out. If they're working with him, they're going to ask him out. If they see him walking across the street, guess what? Hey, they're going to ask him out. Is, is every guy a cat caller? No. Is every guy going to want to potentially ask out a protect, uh, an attractive woman? Sure. Right? So... I think the reason why catcalling is is something that is held up as like, here's the example of the wrong way to do it is because it is very obvious to a large group of people what's going on. If you're catcalling, there are people that can hear you other than the object of your affection, right? So if I'm at a bar and I'm talking to somebody quietly in a corner and hitting on them, that's not necessarily going to draw the attention of many people, maybe the bartender, maybe the girl's friends, maybe the guy's friends, but you're not going to get like, if I'm across the bar, I'm not going to know that's happening. The people in the mall 
unless they overheard me, aren't going to know why I stopped her. They might've thought I forgot to give her a receipt or here's your change, or you dropped this when you were in my store. They don't know. But when you can't call, you make your, your intentions known to everybody with an earshot. And typically it's done loudly. So there's a lot of people in, in crowded places typically. So it's, it's going to be something a lot of people hear. I so it's really, kind of held up as this is the wrong way to hit on a woman. And I don't think it's very successful. And on top of that, it gets a lot of attention because it's easy to see. Go ahead. I really like that you pointed that out. I mean, I really like that you pointed that out, that a lot of people are there because now what's happened is you've now, it's now shifted to the woman and now there's now a lot of pressure on her. Mm to respond yeah. because it's watching now and maybe that's why women have the fight or flight response you know maybe sure. it's all the pressure of everybody's looking to see what's going to happen i love that, that you really brought good. that up it's a good that's a really good point yeah um especially if it's a large group of men and very few women in the area right so that could easily like if you're walking alone past a group of construction workers and they're all cat calling you, that can be a very intimidating experience. Right. Um, but again, I, I don't want to dive into um, how women react to it because I don't, as a man, I don't know. I've never been cat called in my, no, that's not true. I was actually, <laughs> uh, there was a woman that yelled out of a car window when I was walking down the street in college. And she said, why don't you come back to my room and make some babies? And, uh, while I found that to be a very appealing yes. offer, I did have to decline. Not the least of which is because she was doing 35 miles an hour at the time. <laughs> so here, okay. So here's the question and it brings up a point, right? Yeah. When men get catcalled or whistled at, do they like it? Yes. Is it flattering? Yes. Yeah, but it's, it's so in a their mind, they're occurrence. being flattering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, I, would, this, I would say the number of times it's happened to me can be done on one hand. And that would be assuming that I lost my thumb. So it's, it's a, it's not a lot. Um, whereas I think women, uh, any moderately attractive woman is going to be, or actually probably all women. I don't, I don't think you can even, I don't even think you could divide it up that way are going to have people hitting on them on a much more regular basis. Cause I, like yeah. I said, in, in our society, the guys hit on the women. That's yeah. So yeah. CT, what were you going to say? Oh, I had a point. Um, uh, I think yeah, men and women take, I mean, it's clear to me um, that men and women take advances from the opposite sex very, very differently. Yeah. Um, you, you like, you can go up to a woman and ask her the most horrifically blunt question of a deeply personal nature. You can imagine. And that question, she's going to be offended and be be act sort of uh, aggressively evasive towards you. Might tell you to fuck off, or might ask who the hell do you think you are, or something like that. A woman can take that exact same question and approach a man, and even if he's not interested, even if he has to turn her down, I guarantee you, you'll get an she'll get an apology out of him for turning him down. Like, imagine if the, 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 the question is, let's be crass. Hey, do you want to go back to my place and fuck? No woman's going to want to hear you say that on approach. Um, a woman asks a man that, even if he can't do it or isn't interested in doing it, he is not going to tell that bitch to get away from him. He's going to be like, 
I'm sorry. I, yeah, no, not me. I can't, I'm sorry. You know, and he's going to try to apologize his way out of it. Um, which tells me that yes, men's defenses are much lower than a woman's defenses. Um, just in that scenario right there. I mean, that tells you kind of everything you need to know about the difference between how a man is approached and a woman is approached. I've on rare occasion been cat called once or twice myself and I've always kind of liked it. I always thought it was neat. Like it was flattering and it was kind of nice, you know, it kind of puts you in a good mood. I, you know, I know you don't want to talk about the danger thing, but I don't have you away from it because the example you just gave where say the, the question you just asked, if a man came up to me and said that it would feel very aggressive and I would feel like I needed to protect myself. I I don't think well, that that's really, I think it colors. I think it colors a woman's response. Yes. yes. I think it's a factor. I, I, I bring up the nature that, that I bring up that question to, compare the extreme examples no I, th I think you're spot on but well, i think it's more complex than just the difference between men and women i think i think we're also ignoring the fact that men can feel intimidated by women as well um if a woman came up to me and said that which i've had women come up and say similar things like that to me and i wasn't sure what they were doing uh in college especially when they'd been drinking too much and uh, I also apologized my way out of it, but I was worried that there might be, uh, you know, basic instinct kind of, you know, she could <laughs> show up and start wanting to cut off members of my anatomy because yeah. I'm not ready to give all that shit up yet, you know, I got yeah. some plans. So anyway, but I mean, so there to to say that to say that all guys don't feel uncomfortable when a woman is aggressive towards them is a, is a misnomer. I do. I do feel like my safety might be threatened. Um, cause nobody wants a stalker. No, nobody, regardless of gender wants a stalker and women do stalk men. It does happen. Um, and, and I had a couple of situations in college where I was worried that that's what it would turn into. And I don't know if that was my own ego or misreading the situation or whatever, but it didn't turn into that. Thank God. Right. But uh, to say that to say that there's only an aspect of danger in one direction is is a misnomer. However, the percentage of women that get hit on versus the percentage of men that get hit on is immediately going to make it where women are going to be in more danger because they're going to be the ones being asked. Right? It's just a it's just a numbers game. Yeah, volume. Yeah. Yeah. And and so it, when we get into this conversation about the danger, maybe we should do a separate whole episode on that. When we get into the, that situation. We got to keep in mind that everybody can feel vulnerable and everybody can feel pressured and everybody can feel in danger. It's just that women feel that like all the time um, because they're constantly under not attack, but you know, people hitting on them. And so that, that, that plays a big part into their, uh, their view of this discussion is going to be, is going to be tainted by that a lot more than ours is. So now I have a response to that, but I'm going to move on to something that, that, you're listening to you talk reminded me or, or made me consider something uh, as we move on. Uh, and that is another reason why men might catcall women. And this is kind of interesting. I, I just, it just occurred to me listening to Michael talk and that, and I'd have to kind of dive into it and think about it a little bit, but I think there's some legitimacy to it. And that is because um, the, 
interpersonal relationship, when you approach a woman and talk to her one-on-one versus from across the street or down the river, it's very different. The interpersonal interplay is much different and requires a different set of skills, right? I think one reason why men might catcall women is because they doubt their ability to actually approach her and go up to her and invade her space, so to speak, and actually make the advance or make the approach. They don't know what they're going to say. They don't know. Maybe they've been shot down in flames before in the past. In fact, I'll bet you they have. And so they're not going to approach a woman closely again and, and sort of be vulnerable in front of her. They would rather mask that by yelling, hey, beautiful, what you doing? You know, from across the street with a whistle. You know what it is? It's a shock across the bow. I don't know. I don't know, Michael. I'm, I don't know. I, I really pegged New Yorkers, didn't I? Sorry. Lancey, what would what, you say? So it's, you know, what you're describing is like a shot across the bow. Yeah. Right. Let me lob this across. The, I'll see what the reaction is. And if I want to get closer. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. yeah maybe they're testing to, the yeah. waters. You know? it, yeah. Testing the waters. Exactly. You know, okay. I want to, I want to circle back to something that CT said earlier, maybe right at the very beginning, men can't help it. Um, that's not true. Men can. Um, but uh, even I, who finds that behavior unseemly, will see a woman and my immediate reaction is to go like that or, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Make some utterance that indicates my interest. Uh, and most of the time, the most you'll hear out of me is, hmm. Right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because and maybe not even that. Sometimes I'll be able to quell even that. But it's because there are there are times when that person is just so physically appealing. Uh, it's the thunderbolt, right? I've been I just finished watching um, The Godfather, so you have to bear with me. Um, but it's like the thunderbolt. You get struck by this immediate carnal desire that is very powerful. And your immediate reaction is like, I, I want that. And I want that now. And people that are part of a society and understand that carnal instincts are not something that should be acted on, on people you don't know. Right. right? Understand that that is something that needs to be tempered with logic and thought and yeah. understanding that other people have feelings and, and you quell that desire. And, but I think some guys don't, some guys are just much more, interested they're more connected to that they have less of those barriers between that carnal desire and their mouth and yeah. so they just they just let fly but, I think I mean, right yeah, yeah but yes. i know there's a lot i know there's a lot of times i'll be walking through a store or something and i'll see some very attractive woman walk by and i'll be like yeah, yeah. all right it's i a, need a lot of trouble a lot of it's impulse control um yeah 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 in my defense though i, I never said men can't help it what i said was what choice do they have oh good point good point i want to use your exact words that's true what yeah. choice do they have I, I, rewind rewind the tape let's see, let's see <laughs> <laughs> yeah rewind that <laughs> wow that was really good choice <laughs> So, so when we're, we're sitting in our living room watching TV and usually it's sports, 
and still have some so they'll show some player or something so my my um mm, moment like how you say mm, mine is who's that he's pretty Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah, I wonder how he'd feel about that, Lancey. He didn't hear it. It was in the privacy of my own home. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. It's something I would never say to someone in person. <laughs> true, true. It, well, yeah, and 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 there it is, right? You know, you respect if you respect other people enough to understand that unwanted advances are something that they, that, you know, you, you don't do it, but you doesn't mean you don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I remember one time catching a guy um, at work and I, I can't remember. I may have told you all this story before, but I was walking to, he, we had stopped to talk about something and then I was walking on and I thought of something else and I turned around and I caught him checking out my ass <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, were you checking me out? And he just kind of sheepishly, he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the fact that he owned it, yeah. I was good cool on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's an old joke that said, there's a reason why guys really struggle with going to the titty bar. And that's because once they have seen titties, they can't lie for like a day and a half. It's like you're, you come home <laughs> and your wife says, where you been? It was a titty bar. <laughs> So yeah. there's a certain amount of, once you see a really attractive person, it's very hard to not, you just like your brain just like locks up. You can't yeah. come up with a yeah. lie. You're like, were you checking me out? It's like, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had my respect for owning it. So yeah. 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 Who knows to him? Honest about it. Um. All right. So we're running on time, uh, running up on time. Do you guys have some closing thoughts? Uh, gosh, any closing thought? I would say that, you know, I said it earlier. Um, it's, it's a dynamic world we live in when we have so many people and so many lines of communication that either are going to be had, could be had, won't be had. I think finding out as to whether that line of communication is going to be had is why cat callers cat call. I think um, uh, looking at it from a man's perspective, not a woman's because I'm not a woman. I think catcalling gets kind of a bad rap. Um, I, I do admit Michael is right. Uh, I don't think it's very couth. It's probably a little awkward and uncomfortable from time to time, but when it works, it works. And sometimes you got to find out. Therefore, I think it kind of gets a, a bad rap because, you know, in our society, catcallers, are like the scourge of the earth. They're the pond scum that crawled out of the, you know, pond and had to stand up on the mud. So, but I don't, and I don't think it's all that bad, but again, I'm not a woman. You know, I'll be honest with you. I had a similar reaction to it years ago until I watched a YouTube video of a woman who she had a, Mm -hmm. uh, like a hidden camera. I don't remember. It was like in her purse or something, but it had a mic that she could pick up what everybody was saying. And she walked through the streets of New York and she did not say a word. She on purpose did not say a word. She didn't, she did not encourage. She did not deny. She did not do anything. And she just walked around for like two hours. And 
she counted up when she got home, how many times she got hit on. And she did it a couple of times in a couple of different neighborhoods. Not, you know, she didn't want to just give one section of New York city a bad rap, but it was like in a two hour window, she would have been hit on like 70, 80 times in that period. And that made me realize that um, attractive women, I kind of quit saying that women um, experience that in a very different way than men do. Right. For us, it's, we got to take our shot. We, we got to try. And for them, it's, I, I think, I think a good analogy would be a swarm of mosquitoes, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, mosquitoes can drive you to the point where you're ready to shoot yourself in the head. If you have millions of them around you all the time, trying to get their shot at your blood. Right. And so to the individual mosquito, it's, I got to get my shot. I got to take my shot. I got to, I got to take my shot. I got to get in there and try, but uh, whether you get shooed away or whether you get slapped and, and on, and now you're just a blood smear on their arm, you had to take your shot. But for the person who's constantly under attack by the mosquitoes, it is just unbelievably annoying. And it makes it where the idea for her, she had, she mentioned in the blog that she wrote about it. She said, it makes it for her where she finds doing basic things to be something she's got to work herself up to. Imagine if you're somebody who has social anxiety and, Every time you step out the door, you're getting hit on. It's not now. Now it's not something that is building your ego. It's something you're dreading to the point where you don't want to leave. You just want to stay home all the time. And and what if you're somebody who just you're just not wanting to have to deal with it. Right. You're just like, man, I don't want to deal with that. You don't have a choice because it's hitting you in the face all the time. So um, while I don't necessarily call uh, cat callers, pond scum, or whatever your terms were. I don't remember exactly. I think there's, I think there's some people a lot lower on the pole than that. Um, I, I do have a newfound respect for the difference in how it's perceived when you're on the receiving end, because it is such a small amount for guys it is so few and far between. It is a nice thing. And maybe if it was that way for women, it would be the oh. same way, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's a much higher ratio. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I I'll, I'll say this. If I were a woman walking around in the city and getting catcalled, it would probably annoy the fuck out of me. I, well, um, so am I, am I allowed to offer up a point of contention here? Sure. You go. Or are we really that far out of time? Go ahead. I don't think we're out of time. Well, I, mean, uh, yeah, I saw the video that you're talking about. There was actually more than one. This girl filmed a series of videos yeah, she did more. Than My that. take was that the vast majority of the men who spoke to her said, hey, how you doing? Or what's going on? Or good day. Or what's up? Or hello there. That's <laughs> and all she did was ignore them. That was the vast majority of them. Now, were they trying mm -hmm. to open a door to a communication with her? Of course they were. Yeah. But that's not her being hit on. That is not catcalling. That is that is that is her walking through a society that, from the looks of things, was being very polite to her, and the way she ignored them, just continued to coldly ignore them. The ones that followed her around, trying to get her name, trying to get her number, did so because they felt egged on by the way she completely ignored them. It, all she had to do was say, "Hey, how's, how's going?" and keep walking. I would. Um, it's true. It's true. No, I, would, I just. Mm -hmm. I would disagree with the last part of what you said. Yeah, she did. It is. It is I do not have to respond to you. It is not. 
Wait a minute. Well, no, You're no, putting no. it on the woman. You're putting it on the woman that it's her fault, that it's her problem. If she doesn't respond to you, that's that's what you just she said. She couldn't politely just say hi back and keep walking. Why should she have to? Because of the word politely. You don't have to be polite. No, There's no. What you, no, no, what, you, what you said was those guys, the ones that followed her, were doing it because they were egged on by yeah. her. She rudely ignored him and just, uh-oh, did I cut out? Because Lancey cut out. Oh, Lancey cut yeah, out. You know, I mean, oh, Lancey, we live in a world with 7 billion other people. It you is know? not my responsibility to soothe your ego. <laughs> no, no. This has absolutely nothing to do with soothing egos. And it has nothing oh, to do with responsibility. Yeah. It is oh, 100% it very much has something soothing, to do with soothing their egos. No, it doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Fine. By saying hi back to him. Well, you what, what's the, what was, him you, you mentioned it earlier. What was the intention of every single one of those highs was to start a conversation so Absolutely. that they could. So saying hi back opens the conversation. It is, it is, I, 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 I don't, if she had said hello back, it would have started a bunch of conversations that she would have had to extricate herself from. That's not true. She would have said hello and kept they walking. They followed her. What were they going to do if she said the hi? The vast back? majority of them did not. The vast majority of them just said, hey, how's it going? Hi. What's up? How are mm -hmm. you? Good day. Whatever. There was three or four of them that followed her and just kept talking and talking. And they got pissed off because they couldn't get a reaction out of her. I'm not saying that it was she had to react to them. But imagine if she had. Imagine if she said, hey, how's it going? I'm not Imagine interested. how hard they would have been get, to get rid of if she had responded. Well, we yeah. won't know, do we? All we know is how hard they were to get rid of because she so, didn't. I really like Michael's analogy of the mosquitoes, right? Like from the mosquitoes point of view, I'm going in and it's a one-time thing. From the person who's having to deal with the mosquitoes, I'm in a cloud slapping away at gnats. Now add another layer and you have to figure out which one of those mosquitoes is carrying the West Nile virus, you know, or malaria. Yeah. Yeah. Which one of those mosquitoes is deadly. Right. And I'm still headed. I can't tell. I can't tell which one of this giant cloud of mosquitoes is deadly. So I'm going to have to take precautions with all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was just I, my point of this point of contention. I have I have walked around in cities and I don't have every other person saying hey to me. And the ones that do want something. Every person that is a stranger on the street in a big city that says something to me wanted something. They wanted money. They wanted directions. They wanted to try and jip me out of money. They wanted like they were either begging for money or they were wanting to start a scam. One guy tried to bet me that I couldn't tell him where I got my shoes. And I'm like, I got them on my feet. Just leave me alone. <laughs> right. Cause that's the, that's, that's the ploy, right? They, they try to trick you into saying that. It's like, we'll bet you 10 bucks. You can't tell me where you got your shoes. And I'm like, yeah, I got them from so-and-so. Nope. You got them on your feet. Give me my $10 sucker. You know, that kind of stuff. And it's, it's never been somebody comes up and approaches you on the street, uh, in, in like a normal walking around society, not, I'm not talking about it like Mardi Gras or some other large party event. I'm just talking about going through your daily life. I've never had anybody approach me that didn't want something. And it was always going to be an uncomfortable conversation if I reacted to them. There's a good reason why New York City 
You mind your own fucking business. It's 8 million people living in the same square footage of like a, a ranch house in Texas. And they all have, they're all on top of each other all the time. And making eye contact and engaging with people when you're out in public just leads to uncomfortable conversations. And that's uh, everybody. No, 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 no. It does. It le- Not everybody is all friendly and happy like down well, in Texas. It also, it, also leads, it also leads to friendships and neighborliness and yeah, go 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 to Manhattan. Go to Manhattan. Walk around and try to shake people's hand and say hello and see how far that. Wait goes. a minute, Michael. I never said shake their hands. I was <laughs> responding to what you said, which is being encountered on the street. I yeah, mean, that's- they don't. They don't. And, and and it's a learned behavior from being around so many different people so in such close proximity. And that is not talking about one group trying to ask out the other. That's just literally getting on the subway, going to work, walking through the streets. You just, you just don't, you just don't do that. You don't, if you know somebody and you meet them on the street, fine, but you don't go around talking to people on the street. Well, I I know, but there's no reason you can't say, Hey, (laughs) I will. There is, there is a reason. Just go look at the, just go look at the crime logs. But anyway, (laughs) I want to, I do want to add this. I have, I will tell you, I have noticed that if I'm just walking down the street and I smile at a man, half the time he looks shocked that I've smiled at him. Mm. Like if I smile at him in a, like what CT is describing, like a, Hey, how are you? You know, kind of way, just friendly. I've noticed like a quick moment of surprise that I'm smiling and generally they smile back friendly back but there's that split second where they're surprised that a woman would smile at them and i think it's because of this whole thing we're talking about where people are wary about how those interactions are going to lead and what's going to happen so i acknowledge that yeah 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 so i've i've given you a reason why you wouldn't want to because of an uncomfortable conversation that can start and they can happen like that you're you're walking down the street and some guy's some guy's standing leaning against the wall and he's like, hey, and you go, hey, next thing you know, he's jerking off on your shoes. I mean, it's it's the kind of craziness that can happen in a place like New York City. And it and it happens enough that you're like, okay, don't look, don't talk, just move. And and it's and that's what happens there because there's so many people right on top of each other. It's and that, well, and that is just from a general, I'm just talking about general everyday walking through your life type of scenario. Imagine how much worse it could be if you are the object of 50% of the population's affection. Now it can be, it can be exponentially worse. So, yeah. But I mean, you're, you're coming from an area where saying, Hey, and saying hi is a common practice. Uh, I've lived in both places. When I, when I lived in New York City, well, I lived in Boston, but when I've been to New York City and when I lived in Boston, that was just not done. You did not say hey to people on the street. You didn't say hello. The, the culture there was very much don't do that. It's a, I'm you know what, it's, huh? well, in that, in that it's a video, valid point. Texas it, is a very friendly state. Yeah. I'm up here in the Midwest and people, I walk down the street, we're like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it seemed took like you a while that, to get used to it. If that's the case, then it seemed like that video, they were being very friendly to her. No. It wasn't about friendliness. She it got a lot, about of hot, a lot of hellos and 
howdies and we are always going to disagree when we get into this particular area so, yeah. of men and women interactions. So we should just close the show. Well, okay, we're allowed to disagree. I'm not going <laughs> to. We're allowed to disagree. I want to. I want to take CT to New York City, and I want to put a small camera that nobody can sit, like a pinhole camera on my on like a tie, and like walk five feet behind him as he's walking around saying hey to people, and just see how long he lasts. <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to I'd be like, do you get it now? <laughs> but if you do that, he I would love wear... to do that and like post the video somewhere. He yeah, needs to wear cowboy boots and the cowboy hat. So they That's know. What I, was, I was going to say, with my cowboy hat. <laughs> they might forgive you if, if you do that. <laughs> yeah. My, yeah. My. All right, guys, let's wrap it up. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, folks, that concludes this episode of Writing Guys. If you have a question that you would like answered about how men think, uh, go to our website, writingguys.com, and press the button to ask us a question. A little form will pop up. Uh, just fill it in. You don't even have to leave your name. And send it in. Submit it, and we'll have it on the show. And then be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the Writing Guys podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, tell your friends and your other writer friends about us because we'd love to get their questions as well. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. All right. Bye, y'all.